Welcome to The Impact Factor, how to get noticed, motivate millions, and make a difference in a noisy world. Ken MacArthur, what can I say about Ken MacArthur other than Ken has become a a good friend? You know a great person when you meet him, and I just want to tell you, he's a great man. He has amassed a number of experts to speak to you. Ken is one of those guys that as soon as you meet him, he just draws you in, almost like a grandfather with a chocolate bar and you're a little kid. And then Ken's also like the mother bird that he pushes you out of the nest even when you think you're not ready to fly and you actually do fly so thank you ken for pushing me out of the nest all you have to do is just do a google search on ken MacArthur, and you can see the amazing reputation this man has hey folks ken MacArthur here i'm excited about today's topic we're talking all about thinking big I know some of you are big thinkers. I get the emails, I get the notes, and you tell me, I've got this fantastic project, I've got this great event, I've got this amazing thing that's going to change the world, that's going to impact millions and millions of people. It's the best thing that you've ever seen in your life. It's wonderful, it's marvelous, it's fantastic, and I'm so excited for you. I'm really excited for you that you're thinking big and that you're thinking that you can go out there and impact the world, change lives, and make the world a better place to live in. But is that realistic? Is that possible? Can you do that? Are you really thinking this through with both feet on the ground? That's the question. And what will make you likely to succeed? Hi, this is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Ken MacArthur's The Impact Factor Podcast, which means you are prepared to ignite. Don't you love the power of live events? Being there with amazing people, surrounded by the excitement that only happens when you actually get the chance to spend some real time with people that are doing things, that are moving ahead, that are having exciting successes. It makes you so hopeful, you know, for the future and and how you can change the world makes you see the possibilities. You look around and there are people around you that are no smarter than you are, that are no more knowledgeable, uh, that don't have the experience that you have, and they're having massive success. And you're sitting there thinking, Why can't I have this success? Why can't I do something big? Why can't I be as big as Branson? Why can't I be the next Bill Gates or the next Warren Buffett? Or why can't I change the world like Mother Teresa? Or why can't I be a thought leader like Malcolm Gladwell? Or why can't I do something big that's going to really have the impact that's going to change the world, where people will remember me for generations to come. Why can't I do this? And some people have no doubt in their mind that they are the person that's going to do that. I get these letters all the time. I get these notes. I get these emails. And people are excited about what they're going to do to change the world. Hi, it's Charlie Seymour Jr. of the VideoMarketingGuys.com, and you're listening to Ken MacArthur's podcast, The Impact Factor. Now listen closely to this guy. He's someone who can aim you in the right direction, give you the path, push you toward your goal. He's all about impact. You want to pay attention to him. He's also a great connector. Ken MacArthur, The Impact Factor. Well, here's a little bit of a reality check. I just 
recently received a email from a promoter that was putting on a brand new event. First time they'd ever put on this event and they were expecting 5,000 people. They were flying people in from all over the country to speak at this event. They had the background, they had the connections, they knew that they were going to be able to do this. They put out a $1,000 ticket price on the event. They put a bunch of publicity around everything that was going to be happening. They got fantastic speakers for the event, and then they opened up the gates. Lo and behold, they got almost zero signups. It's not the first time. This is not one person I'm talking about because I have had this happen over and over and over again to friends, to people who came to my events who thought that they could just start something up and it would magically happen. And they got people excited and they got people involved and they started something that was wonderful and had so many possibilities. And then all of a sudden, nothing happened. Ever had that experience yourself? Ever have something that just looked like it could not miss, that it was, <laughs> it was so powerful, so moving, so incredible that people could not possibly resist this? Or have you ever had the experience of having an idea that was so original that nobody had ever thought of before? Allow me to burst your bubble. <laughs> it's Trevor Tokeracker Crook here. Look, I'm a speaker and copywriter. I've known about Ken MacArthur for some time. Recently I had the pleasure of speaking with him at the Canadian Marketing Summit. This is how I got to come to the Impact event and what an impact it's been. Seriously, I've spoken all over the world, many events, many platforms, and there's never ever been an event like this in terms of not just the content, the actual joint venture, the networking relationships that have been built. This is the most powerful event I've been to in terms of relationships. I've met a lot of great people. And there's one common denominator, Ken MacArthur. So I suggest you get off your butt and get to his next event and definitely make sure you're impact. Otherwise, you're leaving money on the table. Per tracker, over and out. Giants are created on the backs of the people that came before them. I don't know if that's a quote. I don't even know if that's uh, from somebody, but you've heard things like that before. There is nothing new under the sun. That one comes from the Bible. There is nothing new in this world. We all come up with ideas, with strategies, with tactics that have been created before. And you're saying, well, what about all the new stuff that's come along, all the new technology? All of that was based on the things that came before. We didn't make written language out of nothing. We started with little uh, scribblings or marks or hand signs. We started from a core that we built on, and we built on each other's knowledge. And the thing that has happened in the recent history that has changed the world so much in such a short period of time is the fact that we're able to now retain that knowledge and to spread it more and more quickly every day. Having the power to spread messages quickly and to be able to reach so many people so fast and to be able to remember 
the things that actually work, which you wouldn't think would be all that big a deal. But as I get older, let me tell you, it's pretty incredible to be able to remember and retain all of the things, all of the knowledge that you've experienced over just one lifetime, not to mention over generations of people who are searching and exploring and trying to do amazing things. So let me start at the beginning. If you want to do something big, you need to start with what exists now. You need to build on the experiences that you have in your life, the experiences of the people that came before you, the things that have worked in the past, the things that maybe have never been combined and put together in powerful ways because the magic is in the synergy. Real estate took off online in a huge, huge way, and it was based on a cross-pollinization of the real estate industry and technology industry. Internet marketers combined internet marketing techniques with real physical products and suddenly massive things were happening. Massive change happened in the music industry. Massive change happened right now in the movie industry. We see things that are coming to fruition that are a result of the cross-pollinization and the act of putting two things that already existed together and putting them together in a brand new, fresh way. If you want to make something big, start with what came before. Hi, I'm Sandra Friend. I'm an author here in Florida. I've been writing books for 10 years. What I've learned is just how many possibilities there are beyond the book to find out all the amazing things that you can do around your passion has just blown me away. I'm walking away from here with a dozen different ideas to implement, and I'm just fired up and ready to go. Thank you so much, Ken, for making such an impact in my life. If you want to make something big, think about it, but not for too long. Sometimes we just never get started. Sometimes we make our ideas so big that there is nothing that we can possibly achieve. So we just find ourselves thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and never doing anything, but just thinking and realizing the possibilities and talking to people maybe about it or getting people excited about it, but never really putting anything down on paper, never putting anything into action, never making anything transform, never making anything be created, in fact. And you cannot have the impact that you imagine if you do not start. Some of us are perfectionists, and perfection can be a way to put everything into a, a grinding halt. There's nothing wrong with wanting things perfect and wanting things excellent and wanting things to be the best that they possibly can. But as Seth Godin would say, shipping is one of your key elements in success. Actually shipping the product, actually making stuff happen. Bill Gates was such a powerful example of that. Windows, when it first came out, was uh, pretty bad. It was a pretty awful platform, and he did the same kind of a pattern over and over again, where he would put something out that was bug-ridden, that was full of holes, that they didn't have certain key functionalities to it, and the, the result would be a product that just didn't work very well. 
It may have been innovative, but it just didn't work very well. But then Bill Gates turned right back around and he kept reworking the ideas. He kept rethinking and listening to the feedback and seeing what people wanted and responding to it and finding better ways to make it polished by the time his programs had been around for two or three or four generations they were amazingly powerful the other bill gates idea is compounding the effect that you can have by reaching into other people's audiences and it's a it's a technique called product integration when bill gates first licensed the ms dos you know what became the ms dos operating system he put it into a existing community of people the community of IBM the people who knew that IBM was the one thing that they could recommend uh, the number one computer leader in the world at that time IBM was the standard they had the people they had the respect of computer users all over the world and when personal computers came out and it was time for personal computers to really gain momentum. Bill Gates was able to go to IBM and convince them that his operating system should be used on all of the IBM computers. But one important cravat, Bill Gates managed to convince IBM to allow him to put this same operating system onto other computers and he was able to integrate his product into something that was going to be spread advertised and uh, publicized by a powerful giant and have the freedom to have thousands of companies use his product within their system and to spread the word about the magic that they had if you want to reach millions of people you have to realize that you're not going to do it alone. Nobody ever did it alone. Nobody ever reached a mass audience by themselves. Hi, my name is Frank Caesar. I've got to tell you this, Ken MacArthur is the real deal. I love that man. He's one of my very dearest friends. I'm going to recommend to anybody, anything that Ken MacArthur does is what you need to go to. you really want to have success in a big way, I think you have to plan for it. <laughs> you know, it's so easy to get caught up and have so many things on your plate that you get nothing done. And sometimes it's hard to take the time to make the effort to plan things out. Now, that doesn't mean your plan has to be written in stone. You don't want to write a plan in stone that can't be changed because you want to react to your marketplace. You want to listen to what they have to say. You want to give them the things that they want. But if you want to make something big, it's good to have an idea of what you want to do. If you want to get somewhere, it's a good idea to know where you are going, where you want to go. Very often I use the example of if you wanted to get across a room that was cluttered with all kinds of tables and chairs and you wanted to pick your your path to go through that, you could try and figure out every step along the way or you could start off on that journey, know where you're going, adjust as you go along, 
move the obstacles out of the way, and quickly move towards the target. My good friend Mitch Axelrod calls it going doink. You go right for the center of the target. Why waste time with all of the side things that we get distracted by? Why not just go doink? Why not just head straight for the target that we really want to achieve? Cut out the things that are distracting you. And that's the next important point. If you really want to have an impact, so many times you can have a bigger impact by doing less, by cutting out more, by <laughs> by not doing things. I did over 30 live events last year, and this year has been a, a bellwater change, I think. It's a change that, that I think will have a powerful impact on the results that I'm able to do. And a big part of that was by simply cutting out things that were taking massive amounts of time but were not creating the impact that I wanted to create. It's easy to get caught up in other people's projects. It's easy to get caught up in other people's agendas because we all have an agenda that we want other people to be involved in. We all have an agenda that involves our time, our requirements. And if you're living other people's agendas, you're going to be less effective in moving forward on your agenda. So I sat down and I cut back and I did less and I sought and I thought for a while, you know. Instead of doing, doing all the time, why not take some time out of a busy day and think about what you're doing? Because if you were to just take a half a day or a day and go to the library or go out to a park or wherever it is that's quiet that nobody can get to you, that nobody can interrupt, that's so rare these days, but that nobody can possibly reach you for an entire day and you just wrote down your ideas and you thought about your why, if you really thought about why I'm doing these things and what is the place that I want to get to, what's the impact that I really want to have, what are the results that I want to reach, and you were to plan towards that and you were going to identify the key areas that you must have to have that impact, the most direct route to get that impact, the people that you wanted to involve in that journey that were crucial to your success. If you could take that half day or that day and just plan that out, you would have an amazing plan. <laughs> so that's exactly what I did. I sat down and it wasn't just for a day, but it was over the entire summer I've been working on what can I possibly do that will move my impact to as many people as possible, as efficiently as possible, in as leveraged a way as possible, so that with the least possible effort, I can have the biggest impact. With the least amount of time, I can have the biggest impact that I possibly can have. Sometimes it's by just cutting stuff out. It's focus. There are so many people that come to me with ideas, and I want to help them, and there's so many people that that have just small things, small little requirements that they would like me to help them with, and I want to help them. What is the best way that I can possibly help the greatest number of people? I think it's by being thoughtful. I think it's by thinking about the objectives that I want to reach that will have the biggest impact in the shortest amount of time in as leveraged a way as possible. To reach as many people as I can, to show them the things that they can be doing and to help them join together 
and create communities of people that will support each other because there are so many people with so many needs in the world and no one can help them all. Nobody can help every single homeless person. Nobody can help every child that needs attention. Nobody can all by themselves solve the massive problems that face our world. But working together, if we can spread the ideas that will be the most leveraged way that we can possibly impact people and we show them how to use those tools to have a greater impact in their own lives, if we can teach them about the small kindnesses that have the biggest impact, if we can show by example how to have gratitude and how to reach people with the good stuff, as my friend Joel Kahn would say, we're going to have an impact on the world. We're going to have a powerful impact that will be bigger than you can possibly imagine. So dream those big thoughts. Think those big ideas. Take the time to be focused, to set out your clear agenda, to cut out the things that are not crucial to your success, to make the connections with the people that you need to reach to have that impact, to work together, to build community, to engage people in something that will change the world. If you've enjoyed the Impact Factor podcast and you want to help us create an engaged audience of raving fans for helping people get their ideas, products, and services out to millions of people, the best way we can do that working together is to leave a five-star review on iTunes because that's where people come to find new podcasts and to get new information about creating highly engaged audiences for their ideas, products, and services. That enables us to reach more and more people each week and to have a powerful impact in the world so let's go out there and make a difference leave us a review hopefully a five-star review put your comments in there i'll read those comments out on the podcast and share your thoughts with the world to leave your comments just go to kenmcarthur.com that's k-e-n-m-c-a-r-t-h-u-r.com forward slash itunes thanks so much for your help You got to be out there doing the good stuff. It's an amazing world out there and there's some fantastic people that you should meet. If you can possibly get to the Impact event in Denver, Colorado, we'd love to see you there. Just go for information to theimpactevent.com. Be sure and subscribe to this broadcast on iTunes. Download the recording, stuff it in your file of learning materials, and let's make an impact together. This is my first introduction to Ken, and I have to say I think he's an absolutely phenomenal individual. He has felt like he has held my hand, even though he really hasn't, to try and help me move forward in my projects that I'm working on. His caring demeanor is absolutely astonishing. I would like to highly recommend that you check out Ken MacArthur and anything that he has to offer. Uh, Ken has given me some awesome advice. In fact, um, I consider Ken a legend in the internet marketing uh, arena. And I go to him anytime I'm about to uh, launch a new product or if I need uh, marketing advice or strategic advice, I go to Ken first because I know um, that his advice is gold. It's pure gold. So uh, make sure that um, you pick up anything that Ken has to offer. Offer, get to an event of his, uh, you're going to find, you're going to learn a ton from this man. Um, highly recommended.
And I just want to say that if you ever have a chance to meet Ken MacArthur in person, you have to take that chance. Just drop whatever you're doing, take time off from work, and just go to whatever event he is hosting. Because it's just an incredible experience. The latest and greatest information is always available at KenMacArthur.com.